Welcome to the podcast, business owners. This is a podcast about how to make your business better. And I'm Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki. I own a business coaching and consulting firm called TMH, Business Coaching and Consulting. This is episode zero. So this isn't a real episode. It's just to talk about what this show is going to be about. Our, our real vision is to impact the success rate of business owners. We want more businesses to succeed. So we're going to cover a lot of different topics. We're going to talk about management and leadership, sales and marketing, planning and finances, all that strategic stuff. So I think we're going to cover a lot of ground, but we'll try and get really specific in each episode. We're not going to try and cover everything in a really broad, high level. Like, let's get into detail. Actionable yes. advice. Yeah. Do you find it really, like, do you get motivated by just seeing how much you help other people? Oh, yeah. When somebody, my favorite thing is looking at an income statement or financials with someone after they've been working with us for a year or two or three and just looking at, because for me, I'm really committed to that financial return on investment, even if my clients aren't. Most of them aren't about money. It's, it's right. kind of funny. But for me, that's my first go-to. I'm always looking, when we get into the business, I'm always looking for a place to find money for them to pay for the coaching. So right. that's my first prerogative. And uh, when I get to see after a year, you know, the effect that we've had together and how much better that bottom line is, it's the best feeling in the world. Because mm-hmm. I think lots of people, like especially people ask me, like, why would you do this? Or why do you create all this content? Because it's not like I want to turn everyone into a customer. It's like I enjoy providing information because I see how much opportunity there is for a lot of business owners that they could be doing something different and they just need a little just need to show them the things that we know and they know lots of things I don't know but sometimes it's just like if we showed them this one thing that they could do better how much more success they could have and when I get messages that are like I love watching your videos or reading your content or I tried that one thing that you mentioned and all of a sudden I got these amazing results. I don't need to make money off of that. That's, I enjoy doing that. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point of a podcast too. Like we don't intend to make money off this or put a bunch of ads in it or like turn it into a lead generation machine. It's just I love helping people and showing them what's what's possible. Absolutely. And we're not doing any ads, right? Ever? No, I don't think so. Like no matter let's how big it. time let's we make it a No ads. Forever. It's like it's Facebook. You'll never pay. We're that pinky swearing right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we should probably really pinky okay. swear. Okay. We pinky promise. <laughs> um, so if 96% of businesses are failing in 10 years, that's disgusting to mm-hmm. me. And I feel like way back in the day, I wanted to be like a personal coach, like a motivational speaker. Right. Like I had... I felt like I had the tools to help people go from depressed and stressed and unhappy to happy. And I kind of felt like it was now my responsibility to teach that to people. But I was also really good at business. And I started to find that there were so many unhappy business owners because, well, you're probably a great example, right? You're like, I'm good at this one thing. I'm going to make it a business. Mm -hmm. And so many people do that, but they don't realize that there's a lot of sort of tricks or like tools or like theories or things that you models that if you knew about them, your business would be so much more successful. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like the combination of us knowing it's like our responsibility to share it because 96% of businesses failing in 10 years is not acceptable to me and we want to change that and how can we change that if we don't provide free content for people who can't afford 
one-on-one coaching or one-on-one services yeah. with you. And also I think too, it's um, it's kind of a way of giving back because there's no way that I would be where I am today if a million people hadn't helped me for free. That's true. For sure. I, I go back to when I got my break was someone giving me a shot. I <laughs> replied to a Craigslist ad to like <laughs> blog for them. And then all of a sudden, like a month later, I'm like running this site. That was very part time. It's not like I dropped into a huge profitable thing. But I mean, I was making actually making a living writing. That's awesome. And then turn that into a business. But yeah, it's that someone giving you a shot, someone mentoring you too. Like I had a lot of mentorship in that. But you just, that was a perfect segue when you talked about, yeah, I just started doing it and I just tried it and then I got good at it. And then this happened. It's kind of funny because we were talking about before how we have different perspectives on a lot of things. And for me, I ran other people's companies for so long. I would always have people ask me, why don't you just start your own company? And I would, you know, just continue to think, well, I'm not ready yet. I need to practice more. I need to plan more. I need to learn more. I need to go back to school again. I need to take this other course. I need to get experience. So when we got here today and I, and you said, you know, are you ready? And and I kind of laughed because this is the very first thing I've ever done in my life that was like, just try it, see how it goes. So I think the, the structure of this is we'll often kind of talk about what's up in our lives lately and then actually address a specific topic each episode. Like let's talk about something in a fair amount of depth. We're not going to make this a long, long show, but talk about it in, in say 15 minutes and talk about one topic, something really specific and not doing general advice, something really, really specific. Yeah. And we can look at your social media, my social media, um, and just look for things that people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And we'll just we'll just discuss our two different perspectives on the solutions. Yeah. I'd also love to add in each episode that each of us drop one action, one actionable piece that people can really take off with. So whether it's, um, I think we talked about that I would do a tip related to marketing because I'm doing that weekly anyways, and we can kind of go into slightly more detail, make it like a two or three minute thing. And then you could do one that's maybe a resource or a template or a process or a policy or a book you read or something that you give people that's like, hey, this one specific thing could probably really help your business if you if you go check this out, try it. Yeah, absolutely. And even just right now, one thing comes to mind. Like, if I could only tell everybody one thing, write down your goals every morning. It's ridiculous how effective it is. So what's, how did you, like, did you go to university right after high school? What did you do? Uh, I played volleyball for four or five years, college and university. Yeah. But um, most of us just went to the college because the U of L didn't have volleyball team. So okay. Like an idiot, I took general studies for three years and finally got into business in my fourth year. And then uh, I had a tough time when I was a young adult. I kind of struggled in back, back in and out of school. And then I got into a job that I really liked. Um, and if anyone ever hears this and they worked for me at my first management job, oh lordy, I am so sorry because I was <laughs> the worst leader ever. Um, all the things that I teach now, it's like I did the opposite of all of them. And that's why when I do leadership seminars and things like that, I, I'm so passionate about it. And I think people will find it pretty funny too, because I'm always like, well, when I had my first leadership job, this is what I did. And this is like, you should never do this. But I actually managed a market research call center for a few years. And uh, it was one of those horrible jobs where the people on the phones had to call and do surveys with people. So they were constantly getting hung up on, people were yelling at them to take their their number off the list. 
Uh, and then I went back to Australia. That's where I was born, and I worked in the... What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, dual I lived citizen. in Australia for two years. Awesome. Where? Um, Geelong. So it's like a 45 minutes outside of Melbourne. Okay, went awesome. to high school, at Geelong High School. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Weird coincidence. Um, and then I used, worked at like this youth conferencing place in the juvenile justice department over there. Actually, sometimes I think my work history is super weird, but it all really led me to this place. Um, after that, what did I do? I came back. I found my very first mentor, uh, Kendall. If you ever listen to this, you're amazing. Uh, but he was the manager at Global TV. And okay. that's where I learned about advertising and sales. And like you, he took a big chance on me. It was not a good time in my life. And uh, did really well there and you know, got into different, different roles. And he was just amazing. And then after that, one of our clients asked me to come run, a, run one of their businesses. And then I just ran a few more businesses, all different businesses. Like I went from the hair industry to industrial construction like and Hmm. I realized business is business is business and went back to school did my MBA and uh, really just I think the fact that I could run such different businesses using the same principles that's what really led me to this Mm -hmm. that's a conversation I was having with someone recently who built a very very successful business a very large business and then decide and in the course of that did so by acquiring a lot of other businesses but all within that industry and then they decided at one point they wanted to buy a business that was completely unrelated no experience in it something totally different and and someone asked them like why would you do that like obviously you know this industry you're profitable at it what are you doing and he's like i just wanted to prove that it wasn't a fluke or i wasn't lucky first of all but also that what i've learned and how i run things and the processes i have is just about business period and that it will it work on this other business not to prove it i guess but to discover whether it would and it did oh so yeah now you're able to run all sorts of different businesses in all sorts of industries yeah that's awesome and that's what's going to be really cool about our um podcast sorry i'm so much more aware of my the way i speak now <laughs> like gonna i'm like don't say gonna or when i say like i'm like no don't say that rewind that part um but that's what <laughs> will be that is what is going to be very cool about our podcast is that if you're a business owner this stuff works mm-hmm. yeah so you came at it from like a very academic and experience based i'd say very practiced very cautious yeah if i had to pick a word you know I don't know if it would be the brain, but I definitely worked my butt off in every course and tried to get an A plus in every course and mm-hmm. definitely practice and practice and practice before I tried things. And I love I, I love that I finished my MBA. I thought it was really important to do that, but I also see huge value in the actual running of businesses. And that's, I think, where your strengths have been, right? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> he's doing I, well. He's, he's humble. I Like, I'm someone who knew from a kid that like I I don't know if that I knew that that's what I was going to do but I just always had an interest in I want to build something on my own like I I think the earliest I can think of besides like a lemonade stand as a kid which I don't think is an indicator that you'll be an entrepreneur because everyone not everyone a lot of children had a lemonade stand but But a successful one I didn't that was my dad's that's you can give him credit for that he made like (laughs) like this plywood like a little hut that you could take to the beach like a little house thing we should use that as the photo for this intro episode location 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 me and my my sister her name was Ayla so we had Lane and Ayla's lemonade 25 cents on the sign it was like this little blue and white stand that we could take to the beach so we weren't like on a fold-out table on the lawn like we had we had a shop but the first business idea where it was by my own initiative was probably like 
I don't know, maybe 12 years old. And I was like, I'm going to design T-shirts. <gasps> 12 years old. I'm just like, this will be great. I remember actually what I <laughs> called it was it was, um, it was simple, I think. Simple apparel or simple clothing or something like that. But I mean, as far as actual businesses, I mean, going through university, I started a painting company, an eco-friendly interior painting company called Paint It Green. And I kind of just did that part-time while I was in school. And I maybe only had four or five jobs and then didn't really go anywhere with it. But then later in university, a good friend of mine was, he's a journeyman carpenter. So we started a renovation company. We're doing that in the evenings and weekends. And I think any one of those could have been legitimately successful companies. And then obviously I was doing this other job that I'd started at university when someone gave me a shot and we started running a affiliate marketing site but it's like you all those things kind of come together and you're like that's what I'm supposed to be doing so when I started a marketing company I'm like yeah that that was my real skill it wasn't that I would be a great contractor or that I would be a great painter or managing contractors or anything like that it's, it's that my real skill was marketing and finding customers and building a brand like I would always agonize over that when I made paint it green I remember like designing the logo because it was like a like a paintbrush but like instead of the brush part it was like a leaf that was like green and dripping and I was just like all about the brand that I was building I mean I was charging someone like two thousand dollars to do two weeks worth of work probably painting in their place like it was not a good business but I was all about look at this brand I'm gonna build like the first most important thing to me was what are my colors gonna be and what's my logo gonna look like so I knew marketing it all came to that where it's like yeah I, I just need to be in marketing but now going back or now, now that I have more experience in that, now I want to learn the other things more, like more about leadership and good financial practices and all the strategic stuff that um, that you need to know as well. Like not just how to do your practice, how do you do how to do your job, but how to do how to run your business. Yeah, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are the artist in the business and they struggle with the mechanics Mm -hmm. like the budgeting and the procedures and the policy because they're like oh this is so boring and many of them actually say that to me but that's what I did for so long was put people in a box for the people who own the business you know create all the systems and the procedures and work on the financial systems and things like that and it's it is I get it that it's kind of boring for like you creative artistic types, but I think that's why I'm really good at what I do is I'm so passionate about helping people be happy in their businesses, but I am that put it in a box organized management sort of brain because mm-hmm. I did run other people's businesses for so long and I saw those entrepreneurial people struggling and like I always thought you should be so happy that you have a business and and it just seemed to stress them out so much. So that's kind of why I became obsessed with making them profitable and then helping the business owners get out of the business. You know, if you're right. in there, you're the only one in there and the business is all about your productivity, your skill, that sort of thing. It's it's not really what you wanted to build. I think a lot of people at, at like a really small business level, a lot of people are calling themselves or consider themselves an entrepreneur or business owner, but you're really self-employed. Like it's Absolutely. not a business. You created a job for yourself. Absolutely. I think the other thing, I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, I never would claim to try and be able to coach an online business. Like if somebody okay. wants to work from their laptop on the beach, I'm not your mm. I'm not your girl. Right. If you have a brick and mortar business where you have employees and overhead expenses and things like that, those are the businesses that I mm. am good at. Why? What's different? I think that so many people online nowadays are saying, you know, work from anywhere, quit the job life, oh, work yeah. from your laptop. And to me, that's not 
there are so many like real businesses out there that have rent to pay mm-hmm. and employees to worry about and take care of that I really want to focus on those people because that's what I'm really good at. There, yeah, there's so much of that. Here, do this to get passive income and live in Costa Rica and work four hours a week. And you can't all do that, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening to episode zero. Please subscribe, and we will be back with another episode soon. Yeah. You can follow us on Facebook, TMH Business Coaching and Consulting, or on Instagram. You can follow me um, on Twitter, Lane underscore Anderson. Um, where else is a good? LinkedIn. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So oh, you can I look up Lane LinkedIn. Anderson. Yeah, me Kelly Ray is on LinkedIn too. <laughs> We're on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. My business, London Road Media, is on Facebook, and we put out content and can be reached there. Thanks, everybody. Bye.